Well, hi. Um, quick note about this episode. Mm-hmm. I feel like crap. And I sound congested. It's because I am. Life is miserable. So I'm good. I'm going to try tonight. I'm going to try really hard. This is the Michael Jordan flu game of podcasts. <laughs> Except this is going to be way, way, way crappier. Welcome to this episode of Objectively Wrong presented by The Next Man Up. I said that as unclear as humanly possible. As always, I am John. That's Ebtine. And I'm going to be sneezing through most of this. And doing that. This is going to be great. You're disgusting. Anyway, <laughs> I, I feel disgusting, really. Like, I can't. It's I was gonna all say, up in these sinuses. I was going to say, how are you How are you this fine week, Josh? Josh. Damn. Josh, really? Let's, let's restart this episode. <laughs> no. I can no. never come back from that. <laughs> it's tough to come back from that. We are talking about Josh Jacobs at some point tonight, so I guess no that's one, my dude. Experience. I was like, I was ready to talk about Josh, and I just went for it. You, you went, you went for it. Obviously, forgot I was a human. You know what? Good segue. Good barely. segue. Let, how was your week, Josh Jacobs? <laughs> yeah, right. For, for, for John, not great. I'm sick for some reason. I would recommend this is an episode you should listen to. Don't watch this one. Just listen to this one. It's probably still going to be miserable, but listen to it. Maybe maybe just let the YouTube sit at zero for this one. As anyway, always. <laughs> actually, we've been doing better on the. Uh, our, our, we've had some new additions to the Facebook group for some reason. Oh, a lot more than so, like I love bots. <laughs> They're great. Bots are great, dude. Bots be dope. I don't know what Elon's problem with them are. (laughs) Bots are the best, man. It's giving me the the sense that we're not stupid. Oh yeah. We're gonna do. We're gonna talk to our season predictions today, (laughs) team by team, division by division. But first, what's in the news? Well, a few things. Cut day was today. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> yeah, it's really not that relevant. Because really, we all want to talk about the big names, right? We all want to talk about the guys that were cut, but probably should be moved. So let's start by talking about Albert O from Denver being traded to Philadelphia. <laughs> FD was not ready for me to bring that up. <laughs> I could not care less. I, it, neither it's really a- could I. I do, I'm an Albert O guy. I think he's a good, I think he's a good project. That's it. That's all Alberto is. Like people He's are, good people were like, "Hey, fantasy potential." <laughs> that was me last year. I took him as my only tight end in one of my leagues last year. He scored zero week one. I'm like, I've made a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> so I just realized this mic has a mute button, so I'm gonna use it as a sniffle button tonight, <laughs> which is great. So, oh. This is going to be hard. <laughs> it's going to be right, hard. All right. I'll, I'll do no. more of the talking today. Okay. I, I don't know. I don't know if that's going to change it. In fact, it might be better if I still power because I'll be able to distract it. Let me let me do my best, uh, John. All right, you ready? Can't wait. So while I literally <laughs> while I literally blow my nose on camera, but I'll do it muted. So uh, let's talk about running backs. I hate running backs. <laughs> Uh, so we got we got a couple of running back news. 
Uh, Josh Jacobs signed uh, for the Raiders for up to $12 million this year. We don't really have the base, but I'll look it up to see if anyone has it. Mainly spot rack. Uh, and then we're also going to talk about Jonathan Taylor, who has yet to be traded because they won a first-round pick for him. And uh, no, he's going to start the season on the PUP. Yeah, so what's funny is the Colts kind of gave him this ultimatum, like either be traded by cut day or we're not moving you. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're past that deadline. He wasn't cut. He, he wasn't traded. Cut day is passed. He is still a Colt. He goes to the pup. He misses the first four games. Jonathan Taylor is not being traded for one. It's just not going to happen. This is not a Christian McCaffrey situation. I'm just going to get this part of the day out of the way quickly. He, he's not going to be traded for the McCaffrey price. The Colts are not going to come anywhere near it. Why the hell would they? Think about it. McCaffrey's a better player. He's under team control. The money isn't horribly overburdensome. He's, again, a way better player. Jonathan Taylor just came up a down year in his third year of a second-round pick contract. No. And you want to reset it at 16 mil a year? Are you tripping? Fuck out of here. You are not... Going to get six. I, I'd be shocked if Jonathan Taylor ever sees a sixteen million a year contract. I'd be shocked. In Miami or otherwise, I don't think it's going to happen anywhere. See the rumors that the Patriots were in for him. Yeah, after signing Zeke for some reason. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot. About I didn't the, realize. There's a lot about the Patriots roster. I'm starting to wonder about its well, they construction. Don't they, they don't, I think it's funny. Everybody online is like, "Oh my god, the Patriots only have one quarterback. The Eagles currently have no punters." We have zero punters on contract right now. Zero. Who's your emergency punter? I know this answer, actually. Yeah, I know, because I remember you told me it. Yeah, I know this answer. It used to be Kamu Grugier-Hill, but it no longer plays for us. And our emergency QB used to be Brent Selleck back in the day. Oh my god, who the hell is it now? I totally forget who it is now. Greg Ward was the emergency QB before, but he's also he was just cut as well. I don't know who the emergency punter is. Yeah, and I, and looking it up on Google won't do anything for me. Time for sneeze button. You talk now. Wait, I'm sorry. Jake Elliott has cheating accusations. This is old news that we missed during the off season. <laughs> cheating on who? On football. Jake Elliott cheated on football. Who's the source? I don't know. This did not come from a reputable source, otherwise you probably would have seen that. Well, this is Sports Illustrated. That's reputable. (laughs) What? Okay, so people were pissed off because uh, Brendan Covey, who was the emergency holder for Philadelphia, was placing a small white object on the field. Uh, before, like, a kickoff. And according to Elliot, it's oh, within oh, the oh, rules. It, it is. It 100% is. No, I remember this. Yeah, no, 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 no. This I did know about. It's yeah. the reason it's not... People accuse it of cheating, but they're wrong. That's fine. Yeah. It's, 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 like somebody, it's like somebody accused me of being six foot one. It's not true. Anyways, uh, that's not important. Let's let's talk about Josh Jacobs. I was like, did he gamble on the... No. 
So what does Speaking this mean? Of, the Eagles signed Isaiah Rodgers. What does this mean for running backs, and what does it mean for the player himself? Probably his last year in uh, on Las Vegas. Because talking about Jacobs now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking about Jacobs. Because if you tag him again, he makes what? 14 or 15 million next year? I think it's 14 to 15. I think it's between the two years, it'd be 26 is the number I saw. That's not happening. <laughs> and you're probably not signing the kid to a long term contract. You're not muted when you did that. Really? Yep. Yeah. No. I'm bad at the button. <laughs> I'm bad at pushing a button. Anyway, too too bad. Yeah, Jacobs is a good back. Hell, he's a great back. But I'm sorry, but we're not going back in time to make him more relevant. It's just facts. This is just the NFL today. O-line, quarterback, wide receivers, tight ends. Running backs. Like, that's it. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. It's so irrelevant. The Eagles are trotting out a four-headed behemoth of DeAndre Swift, Rashad Penny, Rashad Penny, not Rashad, Rashad Penny, Kenneth Gainwell, Boston Scott. $7 million for four backs. They're all capable. And then we, go, the we go to the other side. Kansas City Chiefs are bringing out Isaiah Pacheco, who's, I think, still under a million right now, right? Well, it was like a seventh-round pick, so yeah. yeah. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, I think, is still under contract. <laughs> Not for long. <laughs> I think they still have, I think they still have Jarek McKinnon. You know, th- this is the way of the back. It- it's about having serviceable players, not all pros. You can't drain your money in those positions. You just can't do it. All right, let's talk about a running back who can't throw but plays quarterback. Trey Lance. <laughs> Trey Lance. <laughs> Long-time listeners, first of all, we love you, uh, will all three of you. remember that I hated Trey Lance. <laughs> you were a fan. Yeah, John loved I Trey Lance. I, I, saw, I saw the light. Turns out it was just a train at the end of that tunnel. Yeah, the train was coming head on very quickly. <laughs> uh, takes Will Greer's job and will now be backing up Dak Prescott. For the foreseeable year before they cut Dak Prescott, let's be honest with ourselves. <laughs> what happened to Cooper Rush? Just too short. <laughs> Is he still there? No, I don't think so. Right? He feels like a he feels like a Buffalo Bills backup quarterback. He's not a Bill. He's still there. He's still there. Trey Lance is QB three. Well, you're telling me Will Greer couldn't beat out Cooper Rush? I am telling you that. That's crazy. That is what I do be telling you. You know who else got cut? They cut Jabril Cox. Another guy we liked. Well, yeah, but he's injury concerns, and that's we even listed yeah. injury concerns. We did. We did. Yeah, I, I listen. My this is probably the last time I'm going to even mention Trey Lance on this show. I, I, I can't imagine we talk about him again. Okay. Um. Until Dak gets hurt. Until Dak gets hurt or plays so poorly that Trey's got to play. Trey Lance is going into Dallas as a reclamation project. They gave up a fourth-round pick for a high-end reclamation project. And that's fine. If I were Dallas, I might have done the same thing. I'll be honest with you. If I were Dallas, I might have thrown a four at it as well. 
because if you can fix it, right? If you can, I'm not saying they will. If you can fix it, considering the question marks with your current starting quarterback, congratulations, it only cost you a four for the X amount of years of Dak and a four again to get Trey Lance to carry you into the future. If that's successful, good for Dallas. Legitimately good for Dallas. Now, should I recede back into my Eagles persona? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Fuck Dallas, this is never going to work. There's no chance in hell this is going to work. McCarthy's going to get fired at the end of the year. These are actually the things I honestly think. McCarthy's going to get fired at the end of the year. Because this screams we have no faith in our quarterback. You had to do this the week before the season started. Like a week and a half, two weeks. Like this, you set him, you put him on that pedestal the entire summer with this steadfast commitment to him. And all of a sudden, and not even that. I don't know if you caught this. After the trade was cut, Jerry Jones did a tiny God, little God, Jerry Jones, he's shot You up. saw what he, did you see what he said? <laughs> what did he say, O-Team? What, what did he say? I don't remember, I have to get the quote out. This is, he like, didn't say it was like a play for the future or something like that? He said something along the lines of, there have been, seldom there are opportunities for the Dallas Cowboys to add players at value, at value positions with valuable, with, with less valuable picks. And he incited, not calling him by name, but calling him by his professional title, the quarterback up in Philadelphia, claiming that they would have taken him in the second round. Oh, I remember had. that, yeah. And, you know, this, I gotta tell you, first of all, thanks for validating that draft pick at the time because <laughs> I wasn't convinced he was going to go in the second. So when the Eagles took him in the second, I was like, oh, shit, that seems early. Also, wait, we have Carson Wentz. If only I had fucking known. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, if only I had known what that meant. Nothing. But what it means is people around the league valued him in the second round as well, even if it's Dallas, which is not the most valuable opinion. To say openly, while you still have a very valuable quarterback under contract playing, I'm going to say a very broad top 10 quarterback for you, it's not because Dak's top 10, it's because the rest of the league is not top 15. (laughs) Um, Dak Prescott is going into a season now having to look over his shoulder because he is an owner that doesn't know when to shut his stupid mouth and a coach that doesn't know how to do his stupid job. And I believe his OC is now Schottenheimer. So I'm sorry, nothing good is coming from this. I'm very concerned for Dallas if I'm a Dallas fan. Good thing I'm not. So I'm thrilled, personally. The Lance trade, you really think Mike McCarthy's going to have a reclamation effort for Trey Lance? I mean... Really? Mike McCarthy's going to develop him? Really? Mike McCarthy? To be honest, I didn't really see anything there in the first place. I know you saw potential. I do. I I still do. I straight up just saw a running back. I got to be honest. His college tape didn't impress me. It didn't impress me at all. Uh, His NFL tape has not impressed me at all. He's still inaccurate. He still looks like he can't handle pressure and is reading the defenses too slow. And, frankly, he's played eight games in two years. And then, what, in college he played how many games? Maybe eight as well? This guy guy hasn't played football. 
He hasn't played enough football. That's not an invalid argument. I've heard that argument from you for a while. You're right. That said, that said, I think what's not being said enough, what's not being said, I moved way too far from the mic on that. I think what's not being said enough in this discussion about whether or not the Cowboys are getting a good deal or if it's a good trade or what, you know, the whole trade lines, whatever. Can we stop pretending that the Niners know exactly what they're doing? Because if they're really convinced that Brock Purdy is like the truth at quarterback, like you and I were convinced the guy. Okay, no, 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 chill, chill, chill. Hold on, we listen, were... <laughs> listen to me, listen to me, listen to what I'm gonna say. Just listen. Okay, to okay. I know I talk a lot on this show, but let me let me get this one out. If they really think Brock Purdy is the truth to that level, John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan are the luckiest sons of bitches on earth, because. In most other situations, their asses would have been fucking grass. <laughs> Kyle Shanahan is the most overrated coach in the National Football League. Bar none. Mike McDaniel's a close second. But Kyle Shanahan is definitely the most overrated coach in the NFL. I don't think anybody thinks John Lynch is a good GM, so I can't call him overrated. <laughs> I think people are aware John Lynch is actually average on his best day. But I don't even think he's that good. The Niners are falling ass backwards into this shit. They're trying to Rams things with a worse QB and a worse defense. Congratulations, you've got great linebackers. It's not 2008. It's just not. It's just not. The Javon Kidlaw draft trade up to get from like 30 to 60. What a fucking joke. That, that has Javon turned into Kidlaw? That has turned into an absolute what a, tragedy. What a joke. It's it's almost as bad. Well, no, it's actually worse at this point than the Marcus Davenport situation. Oh yeah. The Saints gave up, I think, off the top of my head, not looking at it, I could be wrong. I think they gave up more for Davenport, but they got more out of him. Mm-hmm. Not enough. Kinlaw is nearly enough. Kinlaw is just a bust right now. Kinlaw is a bust and so far. DeForest Buckner is still DeForest Buckner. <laughs> yeah, DeForest Buckner is still good. He just plays for the Colts. Isn't it? Isn't it crazy? By the way, I'm bringing this up because of a rumor that's come out recently. They also haven't paid Nick Bosa yet. Have that's the rumor. <laughs> What's the rumor? So let's let's think about this, right? You have an elite defensive lineman at defensive tackle, which honestly at this point might start becoming more valuable than edge. And you have an elite defensive tackle, you have an elite edge rusher, and you just think, nah, I can do it again. (laughs) I can do it again. You just throw away a young elite player, and now Nick Bosa is not happy with his contract. It's not happy with what's being offered. And there's a rumor out, and the Niners are trying to trade him to an AFC team. The Chiefs. No, no, no. A non-competitive. They don't want to. They don't want to like. They don't want to give the Chiefs Bosa. They want to give a bad team Bosa, like Houston. Well, let's say because think about it. Yeah, they're not. No, 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 no. Like let's let's actually examine the Houston connection because D'Amico Ryan's is now the coach. Please, yeah, of course. D'Amico. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna, eviscerate, I'm gonna eviscerate the connection in one second. Let's okay. Go ahead. D'Amico Ryan's is now the coach. 
They're obviously sure. trying to rebuild the defense in Houston. They just yep. spent a first-round pick on an edge rusher that, frankly, I don't yep. really like out of Alabama. Right. Why not get Bosa? Because they don't have the draft capital to do it. Next. They gave it all to Arizona. Try again. <laughs> you forgot about that, didn't you? I don't know. I just didn't really care. How about the Cameron Landers in a team? <laughs> I didn't really care. I, like, it's more of like, All okay, these draft picks, get the fuck out. No, no. It's like get, you, you'll give them a two this year and then the ones the following year. Like, the, like they'll, they'll San fix Fran it. Say, San Fran says no. San Fran says no to that. Try uh, again. Okay, other AFC. What is the AFCs? Because you know the Niners are six thousand over the cap already for next year. Six thousand dollars. Six million over the cap. Sorry. Oh, uh, so like, well, man, shit. How they get that one out? Listen, six thousand dollars <laughs> is a lot of money for me. <laughs> yeah, but not for the Niners. The six thousand over the cap. Damn. It's almost. It's oh, almost. What a like, shame. It's almost like ten thousand dollars forgiven is not that much in the grand scheme of things. Bird. Sick political bird. <laughs> it's too woke, Ibtine. It's too woke? Too woke. I'm kidding. We're very woke up in here. Or if you want to call us woke, please do. It's a compliment, you fascists. All right. The New England Patriots will have plenty of cap space. Tennessee Titans. Houston Texans, which we're just rejecting. The Colts. And if you want to include, uh, if you want to include, did NFC you really teams, just say the Colts? <laughs> I mean, it's happened did, once. Did, did you really just say the Colts? Can you imagine if you had Didn't DeForest John Lynch Buckner? Is that stupid. Could you imagine if you had DeForest Buckner and Bosa? Could you imagine? Mind boggling. <laughs> Way better than Eric Armstead. Both of them. Uh, if you include NFC teams, uh, the Chicago Bears, Arizona Cardinals, which isn't happening, obviously. Um, Washington Commanders, Carolina Panthers, and the Rams, which obviously aren't happening. But there there are about 10 teams here that could make a Nick Bosa trade and sign to a league-leading contract happen. Listen, 31 teams in this league would make a trade to get him. I mean, that's just facts. All things created, all things being equal, no. <laughs> like I just, I just, no. I just, I just scrolled down. I'm, I'm shocked every year when I look at the Saints. <laughs> I know. Oh, financially, yeah. yeah. The Saints. <laughs> yeah. What is it? Eighty nine. The Saints are currently seventy seven million dollars over the cap. The Cleveland Browns. Are currently seventy three million over the cap. Over next year's cap. Yeah, over next, over year's, next cap. year's cap. The Los Angeles Chargers are currently sixty two million over next year's cap. The Denver Broncos are at thirty three. Miami Dolphins thirty three. Buffalo Bills thirty two. Dallas Cowboys seventeen. Woo! There might be a lot of talent actually next year's free agency. <laughs> And trade market. Next year's free next year's free agent pool and trade market is gonna be sick. Next year's <laughs> gonna be a fun year. That's gonna be as sick as I am right now. Anyway. Let's talk about this year. Let let's talk about this year. The Niners are a joke anyway, even though we have them, you know, whatever, fine. We'll talk about them together. Um let's talk about Every, but we're going to do division by division, team by team. If you guys have been here, you guys know the drill. This is how we do it every year. We pick a division that we think is bad, and we go from there. 
And this year, we've decided to start with the NFC South. <laughs> because holy shnikes, that's a nightmare. Yep. There are a combined, combined 21 wins in this division. That's very low <laughs> among four teams. That is bad. That is an average of 5.25 a team. <laughs> I think. Right? You did the math. Am I right? I don't know. You're the one with the math. <laughs> I'm bad at math. I'm going to go with them right. Let's put it this way. It's bad. All right? It's really, really fucking bad. You got it right. You don't want to... Fuck yeah! You're good at math. Anyway, it's bad. You don't want to have five wins a team. That said, three teams have five wins or less. And let's start with who I think we give the number one pick to. Am I right? Uh, no, we don't. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're seated that way. They're seated that way. Uh, no, you have to update it. Remember? Oh, the update. You're right. We updated it briefly. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Tampa What's Bay the Buccaneers will end up with, I believe, the second pick in the draft at 3-14. and 14. That doesn't sound like Drake May to you? Then I'm asking, why not? Drake May feels like a Tampa Bay Buccaneer, doesn't he? Yeah, because he's just Baker Mayfield. <laughs> you know, I, I wish I felt a little better about Tampa. Okay. As like a team franchise, but I don't. Todd Bowl, how quick does Todd Bowles get fired? Uh, well, looking at our predictions, let me tell you, it's happening fast. Middle, middle of the third quarter, week one. Okay, so their bye week is week five, which honestly, for firing Ooh. Todd Bowles, kind of sucks. Uh, but we don't have them winning a game until week seven against the Atlanta Falcons, and then we have them losing. Until week twelve, he'll be he'll be gone he'll be gone by week six. Then he'll, they'll start knowing six. He'll be gone. Yeah. What's On the posi- to- wait wait? What's the positives for the Buccaneers? Are there any? They still have Godwin and Evans. Yeah, they're just gonna be one year older. <laughs> Not a not a good thing. I mean, it's just it's bad. You don't want to, you know, you, you just don't want to have to do that. Speaking of a, I, I, speaking of players that might be traded this this year, Evans or Godwin? Yeah, either one. Is Leonard Fournette unemployed? He should be. Yeah, I think he is. Hey, Jonathan, you're not getting paid. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Leonard Fournette is actually unemployed and there are news articles about hey maybe the Colts should sign Leonard Fournette <laughs> let's move on staying with uh, the third team in this division the Carolina we're Panthers tissue. we're at tissue number 20 okay the Carolina Michael Panthers Jordan. Bryce Young's first season we have it going 5-12 and 12. honestly could have been worse fine yeah could have been worse yeah, I mean, he'll probably survive. Mm-hmm. But that's the key. He has to survive. Um, the Atlanta Falcons. Winners of the Bijan Robinson sweepstakes, John. 
uh, they also go five and 12. Yeah, now here's the tricky part about this. Now, every year I know you guys expect that we'll just be on the, the bandwagon for Atlanta after that magical 12 and five selection we made two years ago. And uh, no, 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 this is a much different team. Uh, my goodness, they suck ass. There, there's, this might be the second most devoid of talent roster in the NFL. I don't know well, about third, that. Third, yeah, third, okay. third, <laughs> third. Because uh, we're going to get to some really devoided rosters soon. Yeah, I think we're going to do that division next. So Desmond Ritter, Bijan Robinson, what else? Uh, Cordell Patterson. Drake London. Drake London, who if you remember, we both hated. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that is not past tense. I can see the Atlanta Falcons moving in for a quarterback. Maybe try to get ahead of someone, but in this scenario, we got Tampa Bay beating them to it. Probably should have done it already. Oh, yeah. Did they draft one? Why do I feel like they drafted they, one? I don't think they did. They just drafted Desmond Ritter. Like two years ago, right? Yes. While you look that up, the winner of the division at 8-9 and nine will be the New Orleans oh. Saints. They didn't draft one. They signed Taylor Heineke. All right, that's three more wins. <laughs> kidding. Anyways, New Orleans Saints win the division at 8-9. Woo! We don't really like the Saints roster. We just... No, you do. No, no, no. I'm rooting for the Saints. I don't think they have a good team. <laughs> he, he just can't let it go. I'm rooting for them. I don't think they're going to win anything. He can't let Captain Mascara go. You have to let him go. NFC West? He is free now. <laughs> he is free of P.F. Chang. Remember that nonsense you used to believe where he was like, no, he'd rather retire than not, than not be a Raider. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Pepperidge Farm remembers. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. What's the next division? We're going to talk about the NFC West. Oh, yeah. By the way, if that wasn't clear enough, that's the four seed. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> eight, nine isn't exactly a bye week. <laughs> the NFC West Go are going to have two of the worst rosters in the NFL in the Arizona Cardinals and the Los Angeles Rams. Who's worse, John? Arizona. By choice. Uh, by choice. We have the the Cardinals, who are not being led by Kyler Murray. He's on the PUP. Or Colt McCoy, apparently. Uh, we have him going 2-15. and 15. Yeah. That sounds the, planned, to be honest. <laughs> the Cardinals traded for Josh Dobbs. Just reporting it. <laughs> yeah, and there was no punchline. Just, just letting you know. We have the good Car for the Niners. We have the Cardinals beating the Falcons and the Rams. And why do we have them beating the Rams? Because, because we think the Rams are going to try so hard to lose that game. <laughs> the problem with the Rams is that there's a quarterback coming out this year by the name of Caleb Williams. And Caleb Williams is really good. Caleb Williams goes to USC. Yeah. USC is in Los Angeles. Los Angeles is where the Rams play. 
The Rams need a quarterback because Matthew Stafford apparently can't connect with his 25-year-old teammates because he's an old guy and his wife wants to complain about it on the radio. <laughs> but the Rams are not going to get it without either Divine or Goodell intervention. I think it's Goodell intervention. We've already, we've already talked about my conspiracy theories. <laughs> there are several there are several conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. Several conspiracy theories floating around regarding the Caleb Williams to L.A. thing. Mm-hmm. I can't refute them. <laughs> just, just, just I, I, follow the money. It makes the, follow the money. <laughs> yeah, it makes the most sense, right? Like, it makes a lot of sense. But at the same time, you have to actually lose the games for it to happen. We have the Los Angeles Rams going 3-14. and 14. Now, that's losing a lot of games. We have them beating the Seattle Seahawks by mistake on week 11. And uh, we also have them... Damn, I'm looking for the other game that it's kind of hard to find. (laughs) We have them beating the Green Bay Packers in week 9. Jordan Love throws a pick 6. Game's over. Everyone's crying in the LA. Yeah, one pick (laughs) 6. He's going to throw one pick 6. And then we also have them being the Cardinals in week six when they still kind of believe. The players still kind of think they're, you know, maybe we can turn this around. Um, well, let's, let's call a spade a spade here. Yeah. They're that good. They've won that X amount of games purely because Aaron Donald still exists. Yeah. Cooper Cup still exists. They still have two of the league's best players at their respective positions. The problem is, everything else around it is really bad. Like, really bad. Including the coach, who kind of doesn't want to be there. So, he'd rather be on TV. That hasn't happened yet. And It'll probably happen at the end of this year. Absolutely. Yeah. This, this Ram thing is going to end quickly. They may leave LA. No, they're not going to leave LA. (laughs) They're not going anywhere. But I'm saying they're going to be bad for a little bit soon. The regime is going to have to change because McVay is not going to be head. I don't think. I don't think the 15 year head coach is a thing anymore. Like I think it's pretty much done. Mm -hmm. Like you're seeing all these successful coaches that are like young, short tenure dudes, other than like Andy Reid. Like Andy Reid, Mike Tomlin, John Harbaugh, Belichick. I didn't forget Belichick. He just hasn't been that successful recently. Belichick. I mean, who else? Sean who else Payton. is a old... Peyton's year one. Yeah. Peyton with the Saints, year one now. Yeah. Whoever, the it's Bengals, a... the Bengals head coach, which still remains to be on Marvin the Lewis? No, 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 no. I'm talking about no, the... Zach Taylor. Yeah, Zach Taylor. I honestly cannot believe Zach Taylor has made it through this long. I understand the Bengals are a lot better, but there were there were a lot of times early on where I'm like, this team could be so much better without without Taylor. I don't think anybody thinks the Bengals are good because of their coach. Yeah. I don't think the players think they're good because of their coach. <laughs> you know what's really funny about the Bengals, though? It's going to be this way until the end of time. Mm-hmm. The Bengals are really, really good, and they would still be both better and worse with Panay <laughs> Like <it> just, <laughs> They would still be both better and worse with him in the building. 
I don't know. I'm just saying. All right, let's talk about a let's talk about. I think Lyle Collins is also pupped, by the way. <laughs> so the boy is at least a little bit not protected. Again, right on a t-shirt. <laughs> let's sell that t-shirt. Protect the hashtag. Protect the boy. Let's talk about uh, playoff teams. Finally, Ugh. the San Francisco 49ers Boring. and the Seattle Seahawks are left over. They're both making the playoffs. One of them at wild card, one of them winning the division. What's the difference? Seattle wins the division. Eleven and six with a five and one division record, and the Niners eleven and six with a four and two division record. Wait, It's okay. You'll win the wild card round. Well, they might not. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I think we projected them to. Yeah. We're not gonna do. We did. We did like a all the way through the Super Bowl thing. We're not divulging. Yeah, we did that here. for fun. It's, yeah, that was for fun. We picked. Full disclosure: I think we picked the Eagles, but it was also I think part like it, there's. I, I'll be honest. I think we just don't respect the NFC. <laughs> I, like, no, 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 I, no. I it's, it's it's two things. It's two things. One, let's be honest with ourselves. Everyone knows it. NFC's bad. <laughs> yeah, there's two. There's one and a half really good teams in the NFC. Yeah. And then, is anyone else a little tired about the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl? Just me? Just me? Am I, am I the only one that's tired about the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl? They've won two. They've won two. <laughs> too, too many, John. They've been to a few. Yeah. Um, anyone else kind of hoping someone else makes it to the Super Bowl? No, just me? They're, they're going to they're gonna make it back to the Super Bowl. <laughs> it, on paper... There is very little reason, and this is a little spoilery for the NFC East, but there's very little reason to think that it won't be the Eagles and Chiefs again, mm-hmm. if not Eagles and Bengals, if not Niners and Bengals, if not, not Niners and Chiefs. Yeah, and Bills exist there too. <laughs> Bills are Bills are like the outlier. Yeah. Like they, and, and and we have I mean, we'll get to the AFC in a moment, but there's just something about that group of five teams. It might just be most of them have a quarterback and the Niners are well-balanced, mm-hmm. but poorly coached. So, I don't know. We'll, we'll get to that. But we have the Niners not winning this division purely on their record. Mm-hmm. And Seattle is perennially slept on. And I refuse to – I've woken up. I think it's time to wake up to Seattle's existence. They're real. They're very legitimate, perfectly legitimate. Um, and Seattle has done a lot in the draft that we liked. Like a lot of a lot of like our guys are Seattle Seahawks. Most famous being Kenneth Walker. Yep. Um, I think uh, Devin, Devin Witherspoon's one of my guys. I think something that uh, it's just a gut feeling. I think the San, I think the Forty ers are in for a down year. I know we have them going to the playoffs at eleven and six. I think they lose the wild card round. I gotta be honest with you. Who? The the Niners. And probably. I, just, I don't think the Niners are an eleven and six team. I think the NFC is letting the Niners be an eleven and six team. The offensive line's in shambles. Shambles. There's no depth behind it. Are we supposed to pretend that linebacking is that valuable in the, in, in, in to the year of our Lord, 2023? Like, 
are we supposed to pretend like that's a big deal? No, linebackers are the running backs of the defense. Let's yeah, like Fred, Fred Warner is a great player. Like, there's no questioning that. Fred Warner is an amazing football player. But who gives a shit? Honestly, who cares? They don't have a secondary worth a damn. Their O-line's in disarray. And they're going to trot Brock Purdy out there like he's our Lord and Savior. Listen, you and I liked Brock Purdy. We didn't like him this much. <laughs> This is absurd. Listen, if he goes in and lights up the league this year, first of all, we're going to look like gods. <laughs> but I'm also going to be a little irritated because it's not supposed to be that easy. It's fine. It happens. I'm not going to you know, cry in my beard over it. It is what it is. Good for the Niners. But that – he better be – the fact that Sam Darnold is the backup quarterback on that team is further evidence that they're not sure what they're doing. The fact that Trey How? Lance lost to Sam Darnold. How did Trey Lance lose the job to Sam Darnold? How is that possible? Is Lance that bad? Lance is exactly what he was when he was drafted. That's the problem. Then the answer is, no, he's not that bad, Pete. <laughs> like, that's the answer. If the answer is, he's exactly the same, okay. I know what Sam Tartle is. <laughs> bad. He's very bad. I feel like I'm using very small words tonight to articulate my points. <laughs> it's not because of the congestion. It's just because it's that simple. Sam Darnold, bad at football. Backup quarterback to a contender. After, they, after their fans bitched and moaned for months. About oh Purdy got hurt. Oh Josh Johnson got hurt. This guy got hurt. Block! Fucking block! Like this is not difficult. Block! Loses Mike McGlinchey. Okay, that's gonna make it harder. No, that's gonna make that it good. better. No, no, I, <laughs> I know you and I both think he's not that good, but what we did this already. You and I had this yeah. conversation off mic. Who they have now is not better. Yeah. Like it just it, it's just not. So you know, yeah, well, Mike McGlinchey is a question mark in Denver God now. bless. <laughs> You're going to have fun. You're going to have fun. Crosby comes over the right tackle, right? You're going to have so much fucking fun, it's insane. <laughs> I'm telling because you, the, the, they're going to win more games than I want them to. <laughs> he, does so poor, he does so poorly with speed rushers, it's nuts. And Crosby is a mauler with gas. He's not Hassan Reddick's speed. But Reddick put him in a blender and ate him for breakfast, lunch, and dinner in the NFC Championship game. It was abusive what Hassan Reddick did to him. It was a masterclass in essentially just telling the guy, you are nothing. I am so much better than you, it's absurd. You should not you, be on the field right now. Hassan, every snap, uh, Reddick had time to look him in the face, say, you do not belong here, and then go get the sack. He had that amount of time. That's how fast it happened. All right, enough about the Niners. Let's talk about Seattle. Geno Smith. I'm so annoyed by that stupid-ass friend. And Brandon Ayuk chirping. Ayuk, focus on your own shit. Ayuk You're not good enough to chirp. Ayuk talks so much shit for a dude with, like, 400 yards. <laughs> Who the fuck are you, Brandon Ayuk? Yeah, okay. I'm going to pull up his actual stat line because I'm, I'm going to make sure we get this shit right. 
He, oh, good for him. He caught a thousand last year on seventy-eight. Good for him. I bet you it's going way down. Way down. I got him sub eight hundred this coming year. I sucks because I drafted him. <laughs> bad. I thought I thought it was a bad decision. Remember when fuck? What was it? Kyle Shanahan was like, he needs to prove himself, and then they did nothing for him. But he had like a couple of decent games. You're like, that's enough. Like that. It's okay. Great. Good. Good. Good for you. Kyle Shanahan falls ass backwards into players so often. It's absurd. He just falls ass backwards into these players. Good. Good. And they're crying about the fact they can't win the Super Bowl. They haven't won the Super Bowl. You lost to the Chiefs. Shanahan, you blew it against the Chiefs. You were up 10 and you blew it. I've noticed. Shanahan was, <laughs> Shanahan was up 25 against the Falcons. He blew that one. Oh, against the Patriots. He blew that one. Maybe Shanahan's just not that good. It's possible. You know, nepotism's a thing. And sometimes, sons of good coaches get the job purely because they're the sons of a good coach. Mike Shanahan was a good football coach. Kyle? Eh. He's above average. What? Kyle Shanahan's above average. What does that mean? What number is above average? Where's your cutoff? Who's an average coach? That's my question. Who's really. the most average coach? Zach fucking Taylor. Yeah. Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor is the, the most a- average coach. That's an F, right? So we'll do this again, and we've done this before, but we haven't done it recently. And it's la- we'll, we'll stop talking about the Niners after this because we got other teams to get to. I get that. Andy Reid. Mm-hmm. Better. Bill Belichick, I know you're frustrated with the Patriots right now. He's still a better coach. This isn't even debatable. Sean Payton, probably. I'm not even going to give Sean Payton that right now, but probably. Pete Carroll, definitely. Yeah. John Harbaugh, definitely. Definitely. Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin, definitely. Doug Peterson. Brian Dable. Brian oh, Dable, Brian Dable yeah. definitely. Brian Dable, definitely. Doug Peterson, definitely. That's seven for sure that are better coaches than Kyle Shanahan. For sure. They're better than him by a mile. Now, you and I question Sean McVay. A lot of people don't. Yeah. He's not a definite, but I think it's a question. I think you could call him better than Shanahan. I mean, he's won a Super Bowl. (laughs) He has I think you could call Nick Sirianni comparable to Shanahan. Yeah. I would do that. I and like I like Mike of, Vrabel. I do like Mike Vrabel. I was about to say Mike yeah. Vrabel. Mike Vrabel could definitely be considered better. I've, I'm forgetting the Bills head coach's last name, but it's Sean something, right? Sean McDermott, Sean McDermott. is definitely better. I think Sean McDermott's overrated. I know you do, and I agree he probably is, but he's better than Shanahan. There are at least 10 that are definitely better than Kyle Shanahan. At least 10. We can take off Tomlin, and he's still number 10. Why would we take away Tomlin? (laughs) There's a lot of people that don't think Tomlin's that good a coach. Myself included, but I don't think I recognize the value of Mike Tomlin, which is what makes him a better coach. I would kill that. The point is, (laughs) I know you would. I know you. Would. I would kill so many people to have Mike Tomlin. I mean, I mean, who else is who else is in this league right now? Houston? No. 
Jacksonville, we already did it. Colts, no. But Shane Steichen has a lot of promise. Check in two years. <laughs> Josh I mean, McDaniels. there's no one else. <laughs> no. Um, he's my worst. Uh, um, LaFleur? He goes up and down. No. No, yeah. Shannon's better than Matt LaFleur. Yeah. Shannon's better than Matt LaFleur. Shannon's better than Dan Campbell. Mm-hmm. He's probably better than Matt Eberflus. We'll see what happens in Chicago this year. Um, he's definitely better than Jonathan Ginn. Definitely better than Definitely Ron, better than, than Rivera. He's probably better than Ron, Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera's Carolina tenure was good. Yeah. Like, it was a very good tenure. He was a good coach in Carolina. And Washington was better last year than they had any business being. Stefanski is a joke. He, Stefanski, I don't know what Stefanski is yet. Kevin O'Connell in Minnesota might be a better coach Kevin, than you and I thought Kevin he was Kevin O'Connell might, honestly... Uh, might be one of our biggest mistakes when it comes to coaches. <laughs> I think it was just mainly because he had, he had we still no experience. We still weren't done with B enemy. Like we still were like, why does our B enemy not have a job? No, and it's not even that. Why B enemy doesn't have a job? It's not even that. O'Connell literally had no experience before becoming None. a head coach. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, I. I I mean, yeah, he's better than Mike McCarthy. Woo! Mike McDaniel? Parallel. <laughs> They're parallel. They're both overrated, older people. Robert Sala, depending on how the Jets play this year, might be a better coach than Kyle Shanahan. Let's move on. Let's, Let's move finish on. up the NFC. We're going Let's to- go to the north. Oh, yeah, that's why we still got two divisions. We skipped the North. Okay, let's talk let's about the, the North. Yeah. Let's uh, talk about the North quickly, though. Yeah. The North is actually a fun division. There's a lot They're balanced. Of, there's a lot, of, uh, a lot of stuff up in the air. Will Justin Fields improve? Will Jordan Love fill any shoe that has been left by Aaron Rodgers? Uh, are the Vikings, are, are Vikings going to continue to be uh, mediocre frauds? And are the Lions right. going to fulfill the promise that this offseason has brought them? Well, the Green Bay Packers are going to end up last in the division. Yeah. At 8 and 9. Now, that's respectable, on, honestly. Yeah, on that alone, on that alone, that's deserving of a little bit of praise. <laughs> honestly. Like, that's not a fireable record for Matt LaFleur. No. At way. all. Yeah. That's not fireable. That's not disappointing. That's not, I mean, yeah, obviously you're going to be annoyed as a Packers fan. Oh, shit, we didn't make the playoffs, whatever. But if you're eight and nine, it means your quarterback played at least competently, and you just need talent. Mm-hmm. That's what you, that's what it probably means. Or your competent played incompetently, and you have so much talent, you just need a quarterback. Either way, it's not a bad problem to have going into an offseason where there's expected to be much talent. At wide receiver, Christian Watson's not ready to really step in to being like better than like you know just the fact that he's a wide receiver one because there's no one else on the roster. Like who's gonna who's gonna beat him out? Romeo Dobbs. He's WR one yeah. de facto, but not not for any reason. The Packers still have two good running backs. They still have Jair Alexander on defense. Uh, this is a team that honestly they might not they might not sound like they're going for a rebuild, but it's kind of like a retooling. <laughs> and if Jordan Love works out, I think we can see a pretty rapid like back to the playoffs for the Packers, like within sure. two years. Sure. The Chicago Bears eke out third in the division. 
at nine and eight. Yeah, here's the problem with the Bears. We just don't believe in them. <laughs> I mean, I mean I they, they got better. <laughs> they got a lot better. Yes, they got better. Yeah. They improved greatly. Um, That's it. <laughs> I like Justin Fields coming out. I liked him a lot yeah, more no, than John. Did. I liked him a lot more than John. Yeah, you did. I think he'll play better. I don't think he'll play good enough for them to make the playoffs. Um, I still think his throwing mechanics... This kid, this kid reminds me of Lamar Jackson, but he's nowhere near as talented as Lamar Jackson. He is a diet Lamar. He's Lamar Jackson zero. Yeah. Um, Lamar Jackson zero sugar. Like, this is not... I already don't want to have Lamar Jackson as my quarterback. Yeah. Why would I want Dollar Tree Jackson? Like, this is not this is not the guy I want. This is discount Lamar Jackson. Also, I don't really like the Chicago Bears coaching. Like, I don't, I don't really have a lot of faith in Matt Eberflus. I don't know what to make of Matt Eberflus yet. Uh, I'll be honest. I don't know what to make of Justin Fields yet either because I'm not sure if it's a quarterback or not. He's a modern quarterback. More and more quarterbacks are throwing the ball less. <laughs> but he's not throwing it at all. So there, there is a difference between throwing it less and not. I think they'll be better uh, if Fields really takes a lot of steps this year. Then we can see the Bears make the playoffs the following year. But I, I think we're like at a we're at a one year too soon type situation going on right now. He's gonna take a ton of steps, I'm sure of that, because yeah. he's certainly not gonna throw, so he's gonna have to run. Second place in the division, making the wild card, we have the Minnesota Vikings. Yes. Now before before the inevitable chastising of picking Detroit number one, shut up. <laughs> That is all. Minnesota in second. 11 and 6. Good job. 2 and 4 in the division now. And it's purely because I think the Lions, we have them, I think we had the Lions beat them twice. Yeah. And I think we had Minnesota split the other two. We had the Lions uh, basically, we had the Lions and Minnesota playing for the division. And you just know that's a Sunday night game. And you look it is at who's, so Sunday night. You look at who's the quarterback on the Vikings. On Sunday night national television, you tell me the Vikings are going to win that. <laughs> now, what's funny is based. What's funny is that that game, the winner, the Lions win it. They play that game again the following week in Detroit. Yeah, it's a huge game. They play <laughs> massive game. Which if they lose funny. it, if they if they lose that game, they're. I think we had some math done. If they lose that game, they're out. Let me check right now. They are not out, but they will be the seventh seed. They go down to seven. Okay. Yeah. I thought we had math at one point where Dallas moved up in those standings to a degree that flipped Detroit into a weird spot. No, Dallas is kind of uh, <laughs> Dallas is kind of screwed no matter what when it comes. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah, this is an interesting. We'll get to the East in a second. Detroit and Minnesota are going to be fighting to the death in the final week of the season. Mm-hmm. Detroit in primetime versus Kirk Cousins in primetime. Kirk Cousins in primetime does not invoke confidence. Just remember how Kirk Cousins' season ended last year in primetime with Netflix. You like that. With Netflix watching. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, so we don't have faith in it. I still haven't, I still haven't watched it. I'm not going to watch it. Me neither. It's, it I've heard the Marcus Mariota stuff is, like, depressing. It has nothing to do 
with uh, Netflix and their ridiculous uh, sharing I like ideas now. Password sharing, yeah, BS, password yeah. sharing bullshit. <laughs> Let's just call it as is. Netflix, you're fucking bullshit. Uh, don't bleep that out, <laughs> Chris. <laughs> bleep it, bleep it out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we have the Lions at eleven and six with a four and two division record, record winning that division. Let's yep. move on to the best division in the, in the NFC. Let's do it. The Commanders are in five and eleven. They're in fourth. No, the Commanders are 7 and 10. 6 and 11, sorry. 7 and 10. Oh, 7 and 10. Remember, because it's been updated, yeah. The Cardinals got updated, yeah. 7 and 10. Okay. Uh, Sam Howell's the quarterback. That's why they're 7 and 10. This is a better record than I would have Sam Howell at. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a sick feeling about the Commanders that they may even be better than this. Um, you disgust me. <laughs> well coached, well manned. I have to sneeze, keep talking. Uh, well, Terry McLaurin, Jahan Dotson, who we loved coming out. Uh, McLaurin is starting the year a little banged up, though. Yeah, turf toe. Uh, but if you remember, Sam Howell is probably my lowest rated, like, quarterback who's expected to go in the first couple of, like, uh, first couple of rounds. No, you hated the guy. In the history of our show. (laughs) You hated the guy. You had the lowest ranking you've ever given a quarterback. Yeah. Um, he's starting. (laughs) He is, and Ron Rivera says something along the lines that we didn't know how good Sam Howell was until he finished last last season. Great. You probably should have if you'd, like, scouted well. You should probably know how good he is. And their backup is Jacoby Brissett. In my opinion, Jacoby Brissett's taking over this team very quickly. <laughs> we'll see when, if, if and when that happens. Yeah. Speaking of a team that could use Jacoby Brissett. Really? Okay. The Dallas With Cowboys ten, ten and seven. The Dallas Cowboys at ten and seven miss the playoffs. They do. There's a lot Bummer. of people. There's a lot of people have a lot of hype for the Cowboys. I don't see it. We don't. I really don't see it. I think they pay a lot of money for a corner who can't play corner. Um. I think Michael Parsons is elite <laughs> and is carrying a Cowboys defense like no tomorrow. I can't wait for him to come back to Philly. <laughs> Can't wait. Uh, I don't have a lot of faith in Dak Prescott. Don't have a lot of faith in Michael Gallup. Uh, it would seem it would seem the Cowboys don't have a lot of faith in Dak Prescott. Yeah. Uh, have even less faith in Trey Lance. Still like I still like Ceedee Lamb. Again, it doesn't feel like they have a lot of faith in him either. If they're going to make it the third QB behind Cooper Rush. Yeah. Um, I think Cowboys- Jerry Jones is. Jerry Jones is the human embodiment of the phrase, just give me a reason. <laughs> just give me any reason at all. And I'll do it. We have the Cowboys missing the playoffs by one game to the New York Giants. The New York Giants. 11-6. and six. I cannot believe Daniel Jones is on an 11-6 team. But Brian Dable, you are incredible. <laughs> Here at Next Man Up, we value coaching. Yeah. And you might Dables, not look like it, considering my coaches. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have you don't get to make those choices. But here at Next Man Up, we value coaching. Brian Dable's good at that. Really good at that. However, as good as he is at coaching, their GM doesn't seem to be as good at valuing Daniel Jones. <laughs> I guess you had to. 
I wouldn't have. I don't know what my exact alternative would have been in that moment. It probably wouldn't have been $40 million to that guy. But I guess you had to, right? You had to do it. Y'all are dumb. But anyway, Giants, 11-6. They're, they're, they're on the rise. They're going to be good this year. Mm-hmm. And, and the NFL as an entity is a better product when the Giants are good. That's just a fact. So the NFL is happy about this. Generally, if the NFL likes you, you're eventually going to be okay. It's like in baseball. If the Yankees suck for too long, things are just not as fun. So you're telling me I'm hated. (laughs) I mean, yeah, but that's not why you're bad. You're bad because of yourselves. It's exclusively your fault. Not you, team. You, the, the Raiders. It is the Raiders' fault that the Raiders are bad. Did I ever, did I ever send you that meme um, from Interstellar with him looking uh, at, him, at his past self and screaming, don't do it, don't do it? And like the caption is, me picking my teams years ago. You have, but honestly, I don't think you've ever explained the meme to me, and I've never seen Interstellar. So it's possible it just went right over my head. Because I didn't really watch much Christopher Nolan. I mean, I seen Dark the, the Batman trilogy he did, but I hadn't watched a whole lot of Nolan's last saw Inception and Oppenheimer. Yeah, I mean, you you know who Nolan is at that point. Okay, so I know I hate him. All right. Yeah, <laughs> Inception was good, and I'm gonna say something gets me canceled on the internet. I think Oppenheimer was just okay. I still haven't seen it. Yeah, it was okay. It wasn't a bad movie at all. Perfectly followable. 30 minutes too long, no question about it. Have you seen the Barbie movie? Yes. Which one's better? Uh, Oppenheimer's the better movie. Barbara, Barbie was way more fun, though. Like, okay. I, I left the Barbie movie having enjoyed my time in the Barbie movie way more. Okay. Like, I left Oppenheimer, think, like, trying to analyze it from this, like... Because you're, you're going in with different expectations, right? You walk in the Barbie movie, you're like, this is going to be very stupid, but I'm going to have a fun time. Well, while we're talking You're... about movies, I just want to talk about how disappointed I am that Dune got moved to March of next year. Pay the writers. Now. Pay the writers. But the movie's done. Why are we moving it? <laughs> like... Because there's a lot of reasons. We'll talk about that somewhere else. But okay. it's... Pay the writers. You have to pay your people. Pay the writers, pay the writers. and don't cut your trees. <laughs> For no reason other than to roast them alive. Thankfully, in LA, it's tomorrow is one more day over ninety degrees. After that, it's going to drop down a bit. Okay. Thankfully, Philadelphia anyway. Eagles win the division and get the number one seed in the NFC at thirteen and four. Who's shocked? Who's surprised? Guys, if you that that's fine. If you want to grill it as being like you know a homer bias or whatever, you can do it all you want. I don't give a crap. If you can tell me there's a team in the NFC definitely better than the Eagles, and you can convince me of that, this is the first time in my life I've legitimately thought the Eagles are the best team on paper in the National Football League, bar none. I mean, we still have them winning the NFC if the, even if they go to 12 wins. If they right. go to 11, they're they still will. in the playoffs in a top seed. You know what's funny? Every single Every single team in the playoffs, except for the Eagles and Saints, are 11-6. and six. Yeah. 
The Eagles are 13 and four, and the Saints are eight and nine. Every other NFC team, every other division winner, every other wildcard team, 11 and six. They are all shuffling on tiebreaker. That's where we have it. The schedule breaks the way the schedule breaks. We didn't have a single team sweep the, their division. This is a prediction based on the idea that if any team is going to break the NFC East curse, it's this year's Eagles team. You have got so many veteran O-linemen actively verbalizing how afraid of Jalen Carter they are because he's demolishing practices. You didn't hear this last year about Jordan Davis. There is a better defensive t- – the best defensive tackle on the Philadelphia Eagles very well may have yet to step on a, a regular season NFL field. All right, we're taking too long. Let's move on to the AFC. Let's do it. We're going to start with the AFC South and the worst team in the AFC. The C.J. Stroud-led Houston Texans, 4-13. and This is more of just – I have faith. There's not a lot of talent here. I have faith in D'Amico Ryans as a head coach. Yeah. I don't know why, but I do. But not yet. Yeah, I think it's going to take a year before we start seeing, like, really, like, strong strides in the right direction. I think you're going to see moments where the Texans and C.J. Stroud are going to look impressive, and then you're going to see yeah. some really bad moments because of a lack of talent. Yeah. Although, can we let's, – let's, let's throw mad props to Houston real quick. John Mechie's healthy. Mm-hmm. What a win. Oh, yeah. What, did, what, a, what a human win. For those that don't know, John Mechie was a wide receiver they took in the second round last year, I think. Mm-hmm. Diagnosed with, I forget what it was, but it was cancer. It was cancer. He, had cancer. Yeah. He, he had some level of cancer. I forget exactly which, what type. But um, couldn't play all last year, naturally. And I don't know if he's in remission or if he's cancer-free. He but he, he, Good. That's a win. We take those. Hell yeah, John Mechie. Hell fucking yeah. For John Mechie. John Mechie battled leukemia. Along Leukemia. with a torn ACL. Yeah, the uh, first one's worse. Yeah. And I don't know if we have, like, exactly what he is, but he has finished his cancer treatment. Good. Yeah. Good. Hell yeah. Follow Either way, yeah. <laughs> just not enough talent in Houston this year. Just not enough. There's a lot of things to be happy about with the Houston Texans, but winning a Super Bowl is not in your immediate future. You just You're not there. Speaking of a lack of talent, the Indianapolis Colts will be five and twelve. That might there go is, down. <laughs> that there is what there is one thing to pay attention to with the Colts this year. Only one. It's the quarterback. Mm-hmm. That's it. There's nothing else to even consider if you're watching the Colts this year. Watch the coach and the quarterback. That's it. That's it. If AR makes strides as a fran- as a potential franchise QB, good. Go from there. But what's funny is that unless the quarterback was Peyton Manning, the Colts have only won four playoff games as long as Ursay has owned the team. <laughs> That's not a good showing. That's, it's a really bad showing. And... I, I don't feel good about that. If I'm, you know, 
a Colts fan. I'm not thrilled. So, that's how that goes. The Tennessee Titans will place second in the division and just barely miss the playoffs at 9-8 and eight with a 3-3 three and three divisional record. The Titans are in transition, and uh, they need a quarterback badly to replace Tannehill, and they've swung and missed twice already. I know Will, I know Will Levis hasn't played yet, but they've missed on Will Levis. And uh, <laughs> they, they missed on Malik Willis. We all called that. One more year of Derrick Henry. Another year older. The Titans need to have what's called a come-to-Jesus moment. They, they've got to have this come-to-Jesus moment where they just understand that the path they're following is not the right one. They have the right coach. I, I'm sure they. I, I am sure Mike Vrabel can win a Super Bowl with this team. I'm sure of it. But it has to be done the right way. And as long as he's been there, it hasn't been. It's not necessarily his fault. You can point at the general management at the time, point at the front office stuff. He's been there, what, five years? Almost six, I think? Yeah. He's been there a, a few now. He's had a lot of success with a less-than-perfect roster. He's had a lot of success with Brian Tannehill as his quarterback. Which is kind of crazy. <laughs> which is wild. Yeah. And Ryan Tannehill is still an everyday starting quarterback in the National Football League. Mm-hmm. It, it's like when Matt Hasselbeck, when everyone thought Matt Hasselbeck was like a top-end QB. It's the same principle. He wasn't a top-end QB. He was good for a few years. That's it. In Seattle. They had a fun time. And then they signed Matt Flynn and fell ass backwards into Russell Wilson. (laughs) Ass backwards. And you know what? Fell ass backwards to Geno Smith. (laughs) Uh, Winning the division and our fourth seed at 12-5 is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Woo! Best coach team in the division. Probably the best quarterback in the division. Oh, yeah, definitely. Invested in their line. Invested in the receivers. Calvin Ridley's back from his gambling suspension. I'm not sold on that yet. Mm-hmm. We'll just we'll see. A year off is a year off. It's a long time. I mean, time. even even if he's not good, they still have a decent wide receiver core. They do. They still have a good crop of targets. Um, Maybe Travis Etienne will have more role in the offense yeah. this year. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what the Jags can do. It's amazing. I I can't believe how we've kind of like spoken the Jags into existence because when they hired Urban, you and I were both like, well, that's insane. <laughs> that's a that's an absurdly stupid choice. And then they fired him because, duh. And then we said they should have fired Trent Baalke. They didn't, which was dumb. They yeah, should have drafted Aiden. Look who they drafted. <laughs> they should have drafted Aiden. They didn't, which was dumb. But not only was it said, dumb, it was super predictable. Like we had it, it locked. Yeah. You also basically had to say they gotta hire Doug Peterson. This, that's the guy you need for this quarterback. Sure enough, he comes in playoffs year one. It was sloppy, but you got there. You threw four picks and you won the game. <laughs> yeah, it's because the Chargers suck, but it's because the Chargers are very poorly coached. But. You still threw four picks and won the game. That's a coaching win. That's a coaching win. I'm sorry. That is 
ballsy. And I will not forget that. <laughs> Doug Peterson's got a sack, man. All right. AFC North. The Cleveland Browns will get fourth place in division at 6-11. and 11. Fire Stefanski. The worst team money can buy. And uh, continue to make poor financial and ethical decisions with their quarterback. <laughs> Deshaun Watson, I'm, I'm only going to talk about Watson right now from a football level. Mm. I don't buy it anymore. I didn't buy it when they paid it. I told you he's been no, around no. for too long. So that, that's not even what I'm saying. Okay. That's not even what I'm saying. I, I agree with you. Like, you're you're right. I, I agree. It was a dumb thing when they paid him. I, we're talking only football on this, right? Yeah. It was not a smart no. contract. I agree. <laughs> also, okay. yeah, I mean, yeah, we can clearly ignore the, you know, outside, very loud, very numerous I understand. <laughs> accusations. Fair enough. But However. Just as a football player. Just on football. If you don't play football. You're probably bad at football. <laughs> yeah, I think we're, fun. we're learning a thing about Ebteen in real time. Ebteen's big on service time. If you're off the field, Ebteen doesn't like you. <laughs> Trey you have Lance, to actually play. Trey Lance played eight games in two years. <laughs> Trey Lance just put on a helmet and stood there. That is not football. <laughs> Fair enough. I, I, I agree with you. And this is, I agree with the, that perspective on the Jonathan Taylor wait, wait, thing. Wait, wait, He's not going to play. One more thing. One more thing. Go ahead. And Deshaun Watson's a football player, right? Went 4-12 and 12 the year before he disappeared for unknown, very In- numerous, loud reasons. He wasn't that great of a quarterback. Yeah, un- unknown but incredibly loud. Yeah. <laughs> unknown but boisterously voluminous. Something voluminous. Big Ben did twice. <laughs> oh, God. All of this is alleged. That's my disclaimer. <laughs> anyway, the Browns still don't have the talent around that. I, like I, I, in 2023, it confuses me the 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 fiasco that is Amari Cooper's career. <laughs> like a player that good being on his third team, mm-hmm. it is bizarre. Maybe he's just, I don't know, not that good. Although, numerically, he's quite good. But Miles Garrett's an unbelievable pass rusher. Denzel Ward's a top 10 corner, top 8. Isn't it weird to call him a top 10 corner, though? It feels that way. We're, we're, but, he definitely, but he is. Yeah, we're kind of in a bad corner era right now. You know, Ward's not, no, no, I, I, I'm going to resent that. Ward's a good player. Like, this yeah. is not a question. He's Ward's a good, good player. player, but he's not an elite player. Nah, I, I. Sure, fine, but can you name me five better? Trey White's too injured to care anymore. Tre'Davious White is too hurt. I can't even lean on that anymore. Sauce Gardner. Sure, I'll give you sauce. Um, I'll give you. I'll give you sauce and Jair as your free spaces. I think I would still rather have Jalen Ramsey. Uh, Fine. God, it's bad for corners. Although, although Ramsey's out till December, so you know the Seattle corners are pretty good. Both of them. 
Woolen's a baller. Yeah. Yeah, I, it's a tough world right now for the quarterback position. Saints corner. I'm forgetting his name right now. Lattimore. 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 I don't know if he's better than Denzel. I, I don't know. I, I, you're talking about the same realm now. Pat Sertain is better than him. Patrick Sertain's better. He got, a, he got a bit exposed by some of the better wide receivers in his rookie year. Which I'm understandable. Glad you said understandable. That. No, no, I'm <laughs> glad you said that. I'm glad you said that. Because I, I think people are getting a little bit too big for their britches when it comes to Pat Sertain. People are talking about Sertain like he's some like elite omnipotent corner so far. He just isn't. He's he's good. He's really good. JC Horn. I'm not really ready to call yet. it. I'm not really ready to call it, but I can see that coming. Yeah, uh Darius Slay. Slay's not, good. Might not be for that much longer. Evidenced by the fact that the Eagles kept Josh Jones, Mario Goodrich, and Eli Ricks all on the roster. We have seven corners. That's not an exaggeration. Okay, anyways. Let's talk. The, wor- the worst corner on the roster right now might be Keely Ringo. That's how good the corners are. <laughs> That's how good our corners are. I, was, our I, was, I wasn't too Keely. hot on Keely Ringo, though. No, I understand that, but it has nothing to do with that. It has to do with the fact that Keely Ringo is still good. They're all good. Anyway, let's, let's talk about on. Let's talk about Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh Steelers. Just barely missing the playoffs at nine and eight. Yeah, but Tomlin nine and eight. I mean, it's just. It, did, I think he lost that streak, right? Yeah, I think he did, right? Yeah. So I expect there's a lot of like fervor coming out of Pitt. I almost feel like a little bit of energy coming out of Pittsburgh this year. I think Pickett will improve. I just don't. Think I do too. I just don't think he'll take enough of a step this year to push them in. So they added to the O line a bit. Yeah. Not enough. That that's where I'm at. Like they're not. They didn't do enough. They did a good job. They did what they could do, but they needed to do more. My problem is this is a playoff team in the NFC. I truly sure, believe that. Probably the probably. AFC is a lot harder to get into the playoffs with. Uh, yeah. You'll see how hard it is when we talk about the uh, AFC East uh, with a couple of surprises there. But um, I think. Pickett's getting better. Najee, he's fine. I'm a little yeah. disappointed with him. I think George uh, Pickens uh, will get better. Yeah, I'm gonna pull up their. I'm pull, I've pulled up their um, their draft picks, mm-hmm. and you know they addressed two massive holes with their first two picks. They needed they needed an lineman. They got Broderick Jones. We liked Broderick mm-hmm. Jones. They needed Joey Porter. You loved Joey. I love Joey. <laughs> They got Joey Porter, and we knew he was going to Pittsburgh. Yeah. They took Keanu Benton, also in the second round, a nose tackle. They needed a DT. And they took Darnell Washington, a tight end, a second tight end to go with Fryermuth, who we're all expecting to have a much better year. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh's on the rise, for sure. If you want to tell me that you want to pick Pittsburgh to win 10 or even 11, it wouldn't shock me. Yeah. I think nine's more realistic, but if you tell me to get 11, okay, sure. Hell yeah. 12? No, I'm not there. I'm not, I'm not a 12. I'm not a 12. Speaking I can get you to 11. Speaking of 12, the Baltimore Ravens, 12 and 5. I think we're all expecting the Ravens to be healthy this year. <laughs> 
See, this is why I say Pittsburgh, I can't get to 12. Because there are two teams Mm -hmm. in their division that are on paper just flat out better. Yeah. Flat out. Baltimore is a really good, really strong, really talented, really fast, really well-coached and well-facilitated football team. That said, Baltimore feels to me like the best team that you can possibly build without real Super Bowl potential. That's what it feels like to me. They are in, they are a very good football team that can't win the Super Bowl. They're they're a divisional team, divisional weekend. They, they are going to win a division or high wild card and lose early. <laughs> That's what they're going to do. They've got good receivers. For once, but actually. <laughs> for what, they have really good receivers if Beckham is healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, fingers crossed. And I say fingers crossed not because, I mean, we're not dying to see Odell Beckham play well, but it's Odell Beckham is a fun football player. When he's available, he's a fun people, player People to watch. forget when the Rams won the Super Bowl. Odell Beckham was showing out before he got hurt. Yeah, before he broke his – we fucked his knee up. He yeah. tore his knee. He was showing out. People forget Odell Beckham was a Ram. Mm-hmm. Odell Beckham is on his what is it, fourth team? I think so. Yeah. Giants, Browns, Rams, Ravens, Ravens. Yeah. People forget Beckham is on his fourth team. And next year he'll join the Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, just out of nowhere. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I, I Baltimore's reason to be excited. I will say this, and I'm going to throw everybody a fantasy bone here, which plays against me because of team and I are drafting against each other this week. Yeah, we're, we're actually one spot. <laughs> we're next to each other. <laughs> I pick right in front of you yep. in odd number rounds. Yep. Odd num- I get odds, you get evens. And not only that, yeah. John has already seen me do one draft. <laughs> I did. And Epteen doesn't know this, but two of the things I told him were planned lies. But... <laughs> Two of these I thought were planned red herring. Not lies, but are literally the opposite of what my personal strategy is. Still legitimate strategy. I still like my team though. You have a very good team. I don't I don't like my running back two. My running back two is James Conner. I don't like having a cardinal. It's touchdowns. It's yeah, touchdowns. I know. I don't I don't like having a cardinal, to be quite frank. If anybody's going to score a fucking touchdown, yeah. <laughs> it's James Conner. Especially these four anybody... weeks. These four weeks without Kyler Murray. <laughs> oh, my God. The amount of the amount of times he's touching the football is going to be nuts. You know what? Nuts. I might trade him after those four weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take him. I'm not in that draft. I'm not yeah. in that league. Uh, anyway, so the Ravens are built well. But here's what I'm going to say. My, my, you know, my bone... Really? Everybody's getting hyped about J.K. Dobbins? Everybody's <laughs> yeah, getting really hyped by J.K. It's, what? Why are we getting hyped about a running back on the same team Lamar Jackson's on? Have you noticed people are getting really high on J.K. Dobbins? Yeah. Oh, wait, is this... I'm, this isn't even a Shaq thing. What's no. good, Shaq? But no, I'm, I'm legitimately meaning this like from a general like consensus. I forgot about that, actually. <laughs> no, this is not this. <laughs> I, hey, I Shaq, promise I forgot Sean about that. Sean hates you. <laughs> <laughs> I legitimately forgot about that. No, I just don't. I heard it on the radio the other day, mm. actually. I heard it on the radio. There was a fantasy sports guy talking about J.K. Dobbins. It was like, really? Like, I'm not saying he's going to be a bad performer. I'm just... 
a running back on Lamar's team. I'm just not there. Like, I can't get there. It kind of just feels like he won't reach his potential. Right. Yeah. Anyways, the Cincinnati Bengals win their division. Also at 12-5. and five. Uh, I know people are Joe Mixon. <laughs> Joe Mixon. The opposite of J.K. Dobbins. I know people are looking forward to these games, so I'm going to call them out. We have the Bills beating them in Week 9. And we have the Chiefs beating them in Week 17. But they win the other ones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, Bengal fans. We love you just enough to lose to the Eagles in the Super Bowl. And now we go to the yeah, AFC that, that East. Yeah, that's what we fixed. Yeah. <laughs> now we go to the AFC East where the New England Patriots are 6-11. and 11. Now, for a lot of teams with pedigree, this would result in a coach being fired. I'm very down on the Patriots. Stop. I know, but no, he's not going anywhere. Bill Belichick gets to leave when Bill Belichick fucking says he leaves. He's um, earned that. I honestly think 6-11 and 11 might end up being too high. I know you do. There's not really anything on that roster. Can we be honest? It's a tough world when the best player on your roster, on off- your best offensive weapon, is Hunter Henry. <laughs> and your second best offensive weapon is potentially like Ramondre Stevenson. And then it's Juju. And then it's somehow Ezekiel Elliott. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not... So, the Patriots on offense are going to have trouble. And they no longer have a quarterback that isn't named Mac Jones. Yeah, by the way, Bailey Zappi got cut. I can't they that. waved Zappi. Listen, if he doesn't get claimed, he'll be he'll be transferred to the practice squad in a heartbeat. But I'm surprised by some of the decisions that were made by the New England Patriots today. I don't know the Patriots offseason well enough to make a judgment call on that. But it means that somebody showed out enough, in their opinion, to warrant leaving Bailey Zappi vulnerable to waivers. That's what that means. Can we also I, think about who's still on the coaching staff for the Patriots? <laughs> I don't. I don't need to, but go ahead. Uh, uh, let's see. We got one New York Giant failed head coach, one Detroit Lion failed head coach. Playing. Jojo, no, 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 no. Matt Patricia, Matt Patricia is on my staff. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, Matt Patricia is in Philly. I forgot about that. I did. You idiot. <laughs> Um, Matt Patricia is on my staff Joe Judge is still there They brought in Bill O'Brien Which is a legitimate upgrade And uh, frankly That might get them to the six wins This feels like a four win team to me Really does Yeah you know what's funny about Bill O'Brien Is all of a sudden Everybody's like Okay Bill O'Brien's respectable (laughs) Like it's just Immediately everyone's like Yeah alright fine Alright yeah Let's just forget about what happened with the Texans (laughs) Let's forget about all the other crap Let's just Now Uh uh, Patricia is on a senior defensive assistant, which is essentially just man in charge of nothing. Yeah, it's man, like, here's a free man in charge. <laughs> man in charge of staying the fuck away from Darius Slay. Don't go anywhere near him. He doesn't like you. <laughs> just don't touch him. All right, let's move on to the third team. Who will it be? Buffalo, Miami, Quiasca, Miami. It's Miami. No. Oh, oh, I'm wrong. It's the New York oh, they, Jets. Yeah, it's the Jets. Jets, sorry, sorry. New York Jets barely missed the playoffs at 10-7. and 7. 
Good. Uh, <laughs> the hat man has come for Aaron. Run from the hat man, Aaron. What? <laughs> Do you not know this? What's the hat man? Okay, so let me fully explain this. Aaron Rodgers has taken hallucinogenics. We all know this. <laughs> he said it. Yeah. Uh, Straight from the horse's mouth. Yeah. And when he takes them, he sees a shadowy figure called the Hat Man, which is a shared, like, shared hallucinogen with a lot of people who take this. <laughs> like, like he straight up I, sees a horror film from, I, like, I, I, from like, yo, paranormal like, activity. Yo, I don't know if any kids listen to this show, but or this should be, this should be the... <laughs> This should be the measurement right now. Do not do ayahuasca, kids. Don't do Stay drugs. As, don't do any drugs. Stay as far away from whatever the fuck Aaron Rodgers is doing as possible. If Aaron Rodgers or Joe Rogan say, hey, we do X thing, don't do it. Don't do Shailen Woody. Shailen Woodley. Don't Shailen, do Shailen Woodley. Don't do Olivia Munn. Don't do Danica Patrick. Stay very, stay very far away from everything Aaron Rodgers and Joe Rogan tell you to do. Yeah. I think Joe Rogan, like, supported the vaccination at one point. Maybe. Do that. You can do that. And, like, Rogan also, believes... Also, he was very anti-Trump. Do that. <laughs> yeah, he was he, at a time. Yeah. And, uh, and also, um, he, he believes in climate change. That's fine. Good. Yeah, go, go Other outside. Than that, go outside and look at the hundred degree weather and tell me climate change isn't real. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm telling you right now, he he's right on like two things, but he has a million podcast episodes. <laughs> Just stay away. Anyways, the Jets get better. Away. Even the worst person you know occasionally makes a decent point. The Jets get better, like me. <laughs> um, I think Aaron Rodgers is getting worse. I think we all know it. We no. And then we're just waiting for the other half to agree with us. So uh, we have them missing the playoffs, but 10 yeah, 7 is still very respectable. We're too ahead of our time. Yeah. The Miami. I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to make a bold prediction on the Jets real quick, though. Okay. We all know Sauce Guard is a great corner. Oh, yeah. I bet you somebody exposes him this year. He's going to have a game. He's going to have one game, one, where he looks pedestrian as hell. Okay, well, the Jets play Kansas City. It's not that uh, one. The Eagles. It could be that one. The Chargers. It, it could be that one. It's not going to happen against Devontae Adams and the Raiders. No. Uh, not with Jimmy. <laughs> no. Uh, but that's about it. Does he play Tennessee? No. Okay. Because I know he's not as valuable as he used to be. But Nuke Hopkins could eat this guy's lunch. One to one? You tell me. I mean, the body control on Nuke Hopkins. He plays is Miami. Absurd. Of course he plays Miami. So Tyreek Hill. Oh, no. Reek is going to streak him. But yeah. but he, I think he had held his own with Reek last year. He's, he's a good corner. He's a really good corner. It's like we fucking knew that. You know who did was Houston. <laughs> I still can't believe they did that. Derek Stingley! Let's take the injured and hasn't played football! <laughs> hasn't played football! <laughs> How hard is this? 
How old is this? Did no, you, you're a football player. Play football. It should be the first question on the draft scout report. Did he play Did football? You play? <laughs> Did you play football? No? Get out of my office. Uh, the Miami Dolphins at 11-6 and six sneak into the playoffs. I think a, I think people want to see this more happen more than it might actually happen. <laughs> like, I think everyone's kind of riding on the Dolphins right now. It reminds me yeah. very much about, like, the Chargers. Just in general, every year, oh, the Chargers are the Chargers are a uh, sleeper team. Watch out for the Chargers, and then they don't do anything. Kay Adams is really big on them this year. Oh, are she? And, and, I'm and big she on Kay Adams. Um, I know. She had uh, what was his name? She had Derek Sproles on this week okay. or today or something. And Sproles, former Charger, former Eagle, former Saint. She asked, told him about the whole charge thing, and he said immediately, he's like, I don't believe it, I'm in on the coach. <laughs> That's all he said. He, just, he was like, their coaching staff is bad. It's like, oh, all right, Darren. Well, thanks for coming on the show. Like, he was, you know, he, he did not mince words, and he's wearing a Phillies cap while he's doing it. Like, it's so weird. But, yeah, the question with the Chargers is, wait, are we talking about the Chargers No, we're talking already? about the Dolphins. I, I blanked out for a second. I'm like, what the fuck? You blanked out and went from Tua to Justin Herbert. Just like in the trap. <laughs> oh. Let's talk about Buffalo Bills. Man, Buffalo. you confused the fuck out of me right there. I'm going to cut you off. Let's talk about <laughs> Buffalo Bills. Uh, the Buffalo Bills win the division and get the second seed at 13-4. and four. Uh, I've said it again. Uh, I'll say it again. I've said it multiple times. I don't think Buffalo is winning the Super Bowl. I don't think they have the coaching for it. i to be quite honest with you. Josh Allen's got one chance. I think one uh, chance. I think Josh Allen's a little overrated, and I would still have him as a top five quarterback. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I just like the way the Bills play when the pressure is actually on them. I don't think they have it. I just don't think they have the winning like mentality in them, which is crazy to say for a team we have going thirteen and four. <laughs> so Von Miller's pup as well. Mm-hmm. He doesn't play football. <laughs> he doesn't play he football. Hasn't, he hasn't played football okay, okay, in a okay, year yeah, and a half okay, okay, but the Bills start off the season with the Jets, Raiders, Washington, Miami. That's honestly a little bit of a hard schedule. Uh, we don't. We, we only have them losing to the Jets, but uh, there could be a couple of surprises early on. Yeah, we have a Jet split with these Bills. Mm-hmm. We do. We have a Jet split. Uh, let's move on to the last division, the AFC West. And let's start with my commitment to excellence. The Autumn Wind is a 5-12 and 12 Raider. Um, <laughs> the Autumn Wind is a shit show. Uh, we have the Raiders going 5-12. and 12. The Autumn Wind smells terrible. Uh, I have a sick, sick fear. And we are way off on this. <laughs> Wait, are they going to win too many more? Oh, I think they're going to win more, and it's scaring me. <laughs> if you win any more of it, you'll get no quarterback. I know. That's the problem, John. <laughs> yes, it is the problem, in team. Uh, the Raiders are a team in transition. It's you. Hi. They're the problem. It's them. It's you. Hi. P.F. Chang's has blocked you now. <laughs> Um, What's the name of that strip club that gave Jimmy a full ride or something? Oh, you mean my fantasy team name? 
Yes. Larry Flint's Hustler Club. <laughs> yeah, for those that don't know, Jimmy Garoppolo has a lifetime membership to a strip club in Vegas. And also flew planes like Top Gun. Is he even really trying to be a quarterback anymore? Did he really? Yeah, today. <laughs> you want to laugh? What? Fucking Brandon Cooks flew Stephon Gilmore and Micah Parsons to their game. What? Yeah, Brandon Cooks, I guess, can fly planes. Jerry Jones wasn't happy. <laughs> I wouldn't be either. I, I agree with Jerry Jones for once. How many concussions has Brandon Cooks had? Enough. Isn't it like a lot? <laughs> it's not a few. <laughs> yeah. He got at least one in the Super Bowl. Because Malcolm anyways. Jenkins said this head doesn't belong to you anymore. Anyways, we have the Raiders going five and twelve. Uh my gut says they win seven or eight, which really pisses me off. But we did our math. Yeah. And our our proprietary algorithm doesn't exist, said five. Yeah. Uh Let's go to the Denver Broncos. Yeah. 6-11. and 11. Sean Payton is being paid 16 or $18 million a year for this. Not only that, two of the Raiders' wins are the Broncos. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, the Broncos, we have one and five in the division. We have them splitting with, I think, the Chargers. Yeah. Great. That's it. There's nothing to see here. Jerry Judy is going to be out for the first... Judy's missing time. Yeah, yeah. Ju- Judy's gonna miss some time. Cortland Sutton, I think, is just coming back from missing time. Mm-hmm. Javante Williams, Williams is coming back hurt. from the season ender. Yeah. They added Mike McGlinchey, which is subtraction by yeah. addition. I'm worried if I'm a Denver fan. And they lost. I'm worried. <laughs> um, and they traded Alberto. The uh, we have. The Los Angeles Chargers making the playoffs with a two and four divisional record at ten and seven. We haven't winning enough of their at-large games to make that happen. Now I'm gonna. <sighs> you want me to tell you? You want me to pull up their record, their schedule? No, I don't. I don't. The reason I don't. Is because when I look at the Chargers and the Broncos as teams, mm-hmm. I see a lot of similarities. Yeah. Just in different positions. Does JC Jackson still play for the Chargers? I think he does. Wait, does I'm gonna he? double check. JC Jackson. Uh JC Jackson is a Charger. Yeah, probably just because financially he can't not be. Yeah. The Chargers are in a weird spot. Can I want to pull their depth chart real quick? While you do that, I just want to say if you look up J.C. Jackson, you, the, the first two questions are, uh, what happened to J.C. Jackson? And how much did the Chargers pay for J.C. Jackson? <laughs> yeah, too much. The, the Chargers are in a good position. They have but a good not a quarterback. Great they have a great quarterback. They re-signed him they too, a, didn't they? They did. Yeah. They gave him a big old contract. They have a very good offensive line. Not great, but very good. They have a very deep wide receiving core with Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. Yeah. With Quentin Johnston as the three, yeah. which I know you and I weren't that big on him. Well, that's but still as a, a sick three, three, yeah. 
as a three, yeah. that's pretty solid. Let's, let's be very clear. We weren't big on him as a wide receiver one. A one. Yeah. And let's go to the defense. On the line, Morgan Fox, Sebastian Joseph Day, Austin Johnson. Eh, it's not good. But then you have Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa on the edges. Yeah, but Mack also wasn't that good last year. I understand. Yeah. With Eric Kendricks and Kenneth Murray in the interior. Eric Kendricks isn't that good. <laughs> He's older. And Kenneth Murray definitely isn't that good. <laughs> they also drafted Diane Henley. Yeah. Who I was big on. J.C. Jackson at corner. Which isn't good. Derwin James. Derwin James at safety. Which is very good when healthy. Asante Samuel at nickel. Very good. Michael Davis. I don't know anything about him. He's okay. Yeah, he's fine. And then another safety I've never heard of. My point being, my point being, this team should have no problem winning 10 games. On paper, they should have no problem winning 10 games. And if they can't do it, if they don't do it this year, playoffs or not, Staley needs to leave. I can't believe I can't believe he survived that playoff game. I agree with you. I am surprised he survived that. Like, because as a there, I'm gonna make a bold statement. Okay. I think it is more likely, more likely. The Chargers win four games than they win eleven. Wow! More likely, not because the Chargers are not a good team; they're obviously a good team. But it's possible that coach is that bad I'm because the, that game—he's the second worst coach in the division. Yes. Hell, I'll even throw you a bone. <laughs> you shouldn't. <laughs> And you know how much I hate Josh McDaniels. But I I really, I mean, if I had to pick a, a coach I hate in the conference the most, I'd probably pick Josh McDaniels. But if I had to pick a coach I think is the most in over his head in the conference, it would be Brandon Staley. Because I will tell you, while I do not like Josh McDaniels' coaching style and track record as a head coach, he would have won that playoff game in that situation. No. Oh, no, 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 no. Do, you, do I need to remind you how many leads the Raiders lost in last year? Several. The last two Several. Several. I think it was seven, Sean. Several. But the Chargers do have a better roster than the Raiders do. Seven. They have a better roster than the Raiders do. There is not a single position. Not a single position, except for potentially edge rusher, where the Raiders are better than the – where the Raiders are definitely better than the Chargers. Not one. Not one. Yeah, you, you think about it real hard. None of them. Who's the tight end It's for the none Chargers? of them. I did skip tight end. Gerald Everett, you're probably better. But we don't know. You have a rookie. <laughs> yeah. We don't know. You have a rookie. Last year, sure, but he got hurt yeah. constantly. Oh, yeah. So there's nothing on the Raiders that's objectively better than what the Chargers have other than Crosby. Like, that's it. So, and that's a big thing. I mean, Crosby's amazing. But Bosa to Crosby, it's like 51 49 yeah, Bosa. It really, it's yeah. close. 
It's close, but I think you'd still pick Bosa. Probably. No, I wouldn't. I know I, you I think, would. I think, I think Bosa's a prick. <laughs> I, sure, but he's a monster. Like, it, it, there's no there's no doubting. Listen, it's picking the fourth or third best guy. Like, it's not yeah. – you're picking an elite player or an elite player. It's a good question. It's a good problem to have. So, I don't I, – I don't know, but I'm worried about these Chargers. They're a good team on paper. That Herbert kid has got the best fucking arm in the entire league. He has the best arm – and for those that have listened to the show long enough, you will know how big I am on saying that about a certain quarterback that definitely isn't the quote-unquote best in football because I said it forever about Matt Stafford. And damn it, I was fucking right. And then he won a Super Bowl, you bastards. And then he but fell anyway, apart, you bastards. <laughs> and then he fell apart, you bastards. Because you didn't protect him, you bastards. But anyway, the point is, Herbert's arm is so perfect as a pure thrower of the football with the targets he has, he's made Gerald Everett look like a top-end tight end. At times, yeah. Maybe, yeah, at times. Not ever, I mean, Donald Parham has looked good with <laughs> Justin Herbert. Like, that's that's witchcraft. There's a player, there's a, there's a team there to worry, to, to deal with. I got very confused for a second. I thought the door in your background was in my background. I was like, is when that did the door there, John? Is that? I was like, <laughs> yeah, the nun too. <laughs> the nun and ink. Dude, they made, they're making a second one. Oh god, it's coming out. There's like a lot of previews. It looks terrible. And you know what's funny? All the previews look exactly the same as the first one. From, Identical. From the minds that brought you to Conjuring, and John Woo. <laughs> Here's a nun. Here's a nun. Scary yet? <laughs> Let's go to the Chiefs. Let's talk about the most boring team in the league, the Kansas City Chiefs. Are 14 and 3, <sighs> 6 and 0 in the division and on a collision course with the Eagles for the Super Bowl. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Boy. We've all heard this before. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Mahomes is really good at football. Andrew Reid's really good at coaching football. Travis Chris Kelsey Jones is really good. <laughs> Chris Jones has not shown up yet and he's not fucking gonna. Listen, how much money has Chris Jones made? Like I'm I'm all for players getting money. And he's already won, like, what, two Super Bowls? Yep, he's got so two rings. He probably feels a little disrespected. But, like, how much has the Chiefs actually given him already? Chris Jones, so far in his NFL career, he's made – he was on a four-year $80 million deal. Okay, he's made $67 million. $67.5 yep. million. Dollars. Yep. Tough. <laughs> It's yep. a lot of money. You know what's, you know what's funny? What? They can outright cut him and save $21 million. They're not going to cut him. But they can outright cut him and save $21 million. I get that he wants to get a contract. Well, um, he's a free agent at the end of the year. Free agent at the end of the year. Listen, here's what's going to happen. He's going to report probably at some point. And then the next offseason is going to happen. And they're going to tag him. Yep. And he's not going to report. And he's not going to report. And they're going to trade him. No, they're no. going to trade him. <laughs> to who? To uh, the New Orleans Saints. Philly! Saints! <laughs> the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> the Saints are pretty money, man. Anyway, that's uh, our status. Yeah, I'll do a quick rundown. Uh, the AFC, by uh, top bottom, is... 
the Kansas City Chiefs, the Buffalo Bills, Cincinnati Bengals, and the Jacksonville Jaguars as your division winners. Your wild card in order, Miami Dolphins, Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, Oh, I'm sorry. I read a five as a six. Baltimore Ravens, Miami Dolphins, and then the Los Angeles Chargers. In the NFC, your division winners are in order. The Eagles, the Seahawks, the Detroit Lions, and the New Orleans Saints. What a world, joke. by the way. What a, what a world, by the way, where the Seahawks are a fucking two seed. Uh, and coaching, baby. Coaching. The New York Giants will lead the wild cards with the Minnesota Vikings and San Francisco 49ers wrapping up our playoff teams. We take those. See you next week. <laughs> next week, we're going to reload. We're going to do a few things next week. We made our reload shot takes yet. We're thinking about it. John's still status- a lot. Yeah, I owe a lot. The status of shot takes is currently under consideration. Uh, but we are going to bring in uh, predictions for league awards. Uh, and do we have another idea we were going to do? Uh, we no, what was that? It was Reload and uh, League Awards. Yeah. All right. We'll see you next week. Yeah, maybe we'll talk a little bit about fantasy football because our draft will be over and we can talk about it. Yeah, finally. We can put our league on blast. <laughs> yeah. I'm drafting the day before kickoff. Okay. My last draft is the day before kickoff. That's the way you should do it. Honestly. I agree. I we have so many people bitching about why it's like why are you drafting so late? It's like I don't know, maybe because Jonathan Taylor wasn't on the PUP yet. Maybe because Josh Jacobs was still unsigned. <laughs> right. These are both running Chris backs. Still, like this is insane. Like these are both running backs. People will probably draft. <laughs> right. Now they won't. All right, that'll anyway. do it for us. Have a good night, everybody. Bye bye. Bye bye. Sorry if I sounded like poop. <laughs>